Good morning. Jonatoma. Happy Heritage Hispanic Month. <laughs> it kicks off today. Uh, happy Rosh Hashanah because the 15th to the 17th is the Jewish New Year. Peace and blessings to all y'all celebrating. Uh, welcome to Love Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rose Ivy. I'm delighted this morning. I've got uh, Michael J. White popping in for a few minutes at 10, 15. He's got a new film that is hitting the theaters today, uh, Outlaw Johnny Black. So you know, you know, I love a good Western. Love a good Western. And a, and a spaghetti Western with black people. <laughs> I got to have it. Yes. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to talk to him about it. He's going to give me about 15 minutes this morning. This is fine. But I, I'm happy to... Uh, I'm happy that he remembered me and wanted to come on. So that's very cool. So, you know, if you ain't got nothing to do this weekend, get yourselves to the movies. But there's a lot going on, let me tell you. Uh, tonight is uh, uh, Sticks, Bones, and the Bone Squad at Jazzy's Cafe down there in the Ninth Square. Uh, I think I'm going a, I'm to a tip my way over there. Saturday night is the AKA's um, Fête en Noir. I'm going to make my way over there. And then Sunday, I've actually, Sunday, got to catch up with my writing club and uh, and do some writing. <laughs> I actually have some writing to do. So I will be doing that uh, uh, then. And then Ife's birthday uh, is uh, Sunday. So I don't know. I don't know what she wants to do, what she's planning to do. Uh, I think we might roll up to um, New London. So we'll see. Because, you know, there's a retreat happening in New London this weekend that so if I have all these things ahead of me I would blow some of them off and go to the retreat but I can't because I already paid my money for uh, uh, I already paid my money <laughs> for for the AKA thing and I'm excited to go because I, I never get to go to their stuff so I'm going so there's that and it'll be fun and you know we'll celebrate I don't I uh I think I think Ife is going to that too. So Ife and Marquisha, you know, they're 20 years apart. So their birthdays are a couple of days apart. So it'll be fun. I think I think it'll be a party good time. We'll just dance the night away. I think. I think that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. You know, eat, drink, and be merry. And uh, you know. Okay, Harry, what's happening? Something happening? It must be a problem somewhere. It must be a problem somewhere. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good time. So I'm looking forward to uh, all the things. So it's going to be a good weekend. It feels like fall this morning. Did I say, welcome to Love Babs Love Talk on Babs Ross Ivy? Well, if you didn't know, now you know. Uh, babies, it is, what is it, like 65 degrees outside? Yeah, summer's gone. I know. I know. I was the last holdout. I was the last holdout for summer. I know. Don't be looking at me like that. I know. I was trying to hold on to it as long as I could. Now I got to change out all the, the fall clothes. And you know what? I'm going to do that earlier rather than later. So I feel like I have a whole fall story. 
and not like drag it out because I could drag things out. So plus I need to put some clothes away and I'm going to do that and uh, get ready for uh, fall. It's time for fall. I don't know when the official day is. I want to say it's sometime at the end of this month, but I'll, I'll check. But let me let me um let me give you some uh let me give you some let me give some info about National Hispanic Heritage Month. So it was enacted into law on August 17, 1988, and uh on the approval of public law 100-402. The day of September 15th is significant because it is the anniversary of independence for Latin American countries. Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. There you go. So, so, uh, so the meaning is the word Hispanic is typically used to describe people with a heritage rooted in Spanish speaking Latin America. The word Latino typically, typically refers to people of Latin American origin or descent. And why do we celebrate it? Because it is a national celebration to honor the history, culture, and influence of past generations who came from Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central and South America. So now you know. So And so how do you celebrate? Well, uh, and this is not limited to this. You could learn why Hispanic Heritage Month is celebrated. Uh, you could watch a documentary about the Latin experience. You can add a few podcasts to your queue. You could visit a museum. You could take a virtual tour. You could read books written by Latino or Hispanic authors and poets. And I think I will because I've got some. You know, so, okay. All right. And, and why is it important to me? Well, it's a time for people to reflect upon the vibrant historical, cultural, social, and societal influence of Hispanic and Latinx people within the U.S. and throughout the world. Who started it? Well, President Lyndon Johnson. President Lyndon Johnson, the observation, the observation began in 1968 as Hispanic Heritage, Heritage, Heritage Week under President Lyndon Johnson and was expanded by President Ronald Reagan in 1988 to cover a 30-day period. And then it was enacted into law August 17, 1988. Woohoo, woohoo. What colors? Well, Hispanic Heritage Month is in the middle of September. So it takes place on the 15th and ends on the on October 15th. So it begins on September 15th and ends on October 15th. The colors that represent this month are intensely bright colors like orange, red, yellow, and green, with some being muted colors. Ta-da! This is you're gonna get this education. But this is what this is why this is important. This is why this is important. So so does Hispanic Heritage Month have a theme? Well, each year has a theme. In 2023, the theme is Latinos driving prosperity, power, and progress in America. That is the theme for 2023. So get into it. Get into it. Get into it. So I, I hope that uh, kids in schools 
all across our uh, uh, learning some Latino culture, some Hispanic heritage, and eating some good food. That's what I'm hoping. Do you know what I mean? Like, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on, I say. Bring it on. So uh, get your get your fill. I hope no one is protesting it either. Because, you know, because I know there's some simple people in the world. And uh, and uh, they like to do simple things. <laughs> and by simple things, I mean stupid things. So So embrace it, you know. Uh, don't let um, Cinco de Mayo be your only only time that you know something about Latino culture and heritage. So uh, let's see what else is going. So I'm on a new Haven Independent site because I got two computers on my desk. So now I don't have an elaborate situation like Harry. Harry has a whole command center. Like Harry could probably fly planes down to Tweed. <laughs> He could probably run the grid from from his command center, uh, 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 at the at the uh, at his house, and uh, in the studio in the in the New Haven Independent shared office that they share with Lavols. So, but anyway, I'm on the New Haven Independent site. Uh, I, there's an extra extra up. Tom Gold. I mean, uh, what's the name? Is it? Uh, extra extra golden Goldenberg claims conspiracy. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what the, I don't know what the conspiracy is. Maybe the conspiracy is the fact that you run it. <laughs> this is a quid pro quo politics. This is non-transparency. This is corruption. All right, whatever, dude. I, I, he might be right. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like he just throws a lot of things up in the air. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what is he focusing on? Like, what, what is it? You know, what, what does he want to do? He might be right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't have. Listen, get some traction, and I'll, I'll come back around. Get some traction, I'll come back around. That's all I'm gonna say. Get some traction, come back around. You know, if your story got, if your story has some merit. I might, I might, uh, I might come back around, you know, but until then, dude, deuces. Uh, we had Africans in town last night, yesterday, uh, the Freetown mayor, um, um, was in and, uh, uh, the, from the Freetown of Sierra Leone. Uh, so she came, you know, we, New Haven is her sister city. So they came into New Haven to promote cross continent, uh, comedy, comedy. A shit, well, a shared history of liberation, green energy consciousness, and unexpectedly longer mayoral terms. Okay. I don't know. We might want that too. Who knows? Uh, I was out to dinner last night with uh, Carla Jackson and Dr. Karen DeBose Walton, and we were at uh, Heirloom. So, you know, I get downtown and I go to, I go to Harvest because I find such a great parking spot in front of Harvest. So I think, oh, Harvest, that's where we're meeting. I traipsed down those steps just as proud and bold. And then I realized, I hear somebody say, man, it's so good to eat here at Harvest. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. But I'm already downstairs. I've already committed to the stairs. I'm already down them. I'm not going back up them. <laughs> so 
So I go in and I, and I go in and I act like a, I act like a straight tourist. I was like, I think I'm in the wrong restaurant. I know I'm in the wrong restaurant, but I'm playing it off. I said, I think I need to go to Heirloom. And the lady was so, so nice at Harvest. She was like, yeah, it's down the street about half a block. I was like, oh, I was like, is there any way to get out of here other than the stairs? I know there's an elevator because I've been in there. So she's like, yeah, take the elevator up street level. It'll tell you. And uh, and that's what I did. I went on out. <laughs> anyway, we met up at Heirloom. The service was slow as hell. I don't. It wasn't even crowded in there, so I don't. I don't know what the story was, but it was fine. We ate, we laughed, we talked. I've been chasing a really good jalapeno margarita, and I've not found one yet. I had one somewhere, and it was so good. I can't remember where it was, and I'm bummed because every time I drink one, it's awful. I had one at uh, Geronimo, and it was terrible. Blech. And they usually make a good drink, but I I just didn't like. And then I had one last night at Heirloom. I didn't like that either. <sighs> if somebody knows where I could get a good spicy margarita, let me know. I feel I feel compelled to ask now. I feel to put it out there into the universe. If I can find me a good margarita. If anybody knows, let me know. I need a good margarita. <laughs> Oh Lord, I don't know. It's just a level of silliness, and 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 don't forget, the New Haven Independent is has um has piloted an arts uh critique uh around the country, where a bunch of uh writers critique arts happenings uh, around the country, um at least in New York and Tulsa and San Francisco and Hartford here and uh, and a couple of other places I think. Um, I think Nashville. So, uh, so if you have a moment, um, check it out. Uh, it's it's always under the uh, it's always on the left hand side, and uh, so I think it starts with the plain truth about two hundred dollar burgers and open mics. So start there, and then underneath there's a bunch of stories um, by some folks that we know, and uh, you know we know Linda Lisa Gray. She writes for us. She lives in. Uh, Oakland, but uh, she's here back and forth because her dad is here uh, and he's aging. And so she comes back because, you know, as kids have to take care of aging parents. So anyway, she writes um, uh, Oakland, Oakland stuff, but she was here and she, she wrote a piece about uh, uh, some local stuff and that was great. So, um, so if you get a chance, read, read some of that because I don't, you know, I, I'm with Paul on this one. I think uh, a really good critique of art expression is uh, necessary. And you used to go to the Times for that. still think you could kind of go to the Times for that. But this gives you a whole a whole vibe of, for parts of the country, which I like, you know. Because I may find myself in Nashville drinking some good-ass beers or moonshine. I definitely could find myself in Oakland eating good vegan food. Uh, definitely New York City because you know, New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. And then Hartford, I don't spend nearly enough time in Hartford, uh, but my daughter lives there now. So I might, <laughs> I might just, I might just, I might just. So anyway, and that's that. So if you have a presence of mind, check that out. Now I got, now I got to, now I got to pull up the, uh, 
Now I got to pull up the inner city uh, page because um, the inner city online, the inner city news uh, com has the digital paper embedded in it, which is my favorite thing. So, so while our, our website does like all other websites, you know, shows all the news that's in, of interest to black people, black and brown people, and, and whoever else is interested in the news of black and brown people. Um, we Our website is full of that kind of stuff. Local news, regional news, national, international, continental news. Uh, uh, but then we, we, uh, then we, then we, we rock out the paper, which is what people really, really love. And Coco Golf is on the cover, which is really nice. You know, she deserves to be on the cover. Coco Golf wins the U.S. Open for her first Grand Slam at age 19. And it's just it's such a great picture. So, and then we have in the first page, we have Co-op Remembering 9-11, which came from the Navy Independent, which was uh, a piece written by Maya uh, McFadden, and then uh, Elliker endorsed by the Working Families, and then Festival of Laughs, which is coming, Samore, Lavelle Crawford, um, Don D.C. Curry, and uh, Guy Torrey. So they're all going to be uh, uh, at the Schubert October 6th. I think that's going to be funny. I, I, as a rule, don't like to go to comedy shows, but I know that's going to be funny. So, uh, and then there's a piece on Fairhaven Manufacturers getting ready to build. That's from the New Haven Independent. Um, apartments on Dixel Avenue. Um, don't forget the Policy Summit. Um, oh, that happened already. That was yesterday. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce. So I hope there's some notes from that. Uh, let's see what else. Bertha Hope is playing the piano at the Yale School of Music. That is September 29th at the Morse Recital Hall. You don't want to miss that. Uh, get you some tickets. That sister looks like she could get it in. Uh, of course, we talked about Ocean and, and their foolishness, but they rescind eviction notices after, you know, people pushed up on them. <laughs> Yo, get your lead leader out. The, you, listen, Ocean Management, you got bigger fish to fry. Stop. Stop trying to evict people when you can't even fix up apartments. You had your guy in court yesterday or whatever day he was in court trying to, try. <laughs> like, get your life right, people. Get your life right. Get your life right. And uh, the New Arts Collective gets rooted at coffee. I think that was a piece from, from uh, the arts paper, which is really nice. Um, now, listen, we put in a piece about the COVID variant, uh, the Perola raises concern amidst ongoing crisis. So listen, the pandemic is not gone. The uh, COVID is still very much with us and we're starting to see some upticks. So if you don't want to be locked down, some of y'all need to mask up. I got a flu shot and a pneumonia shot for the first time in my whole life because I couldn't get them before because I got a, a dairy allergy, a milk protein allergy. And uh, and it was something in the in the cocktail was just couldn't I couldn't have some small ingredient, but now I think it's it well the doctor says it's been removed so I can have it so I got a a, a pneumonia shot and a flu shot because you know I'm sixty so now I'm at the age which it's unlikely that I'll get pneumonia or I'll get the flu but I've had pneumonia and I've had the flu but I've only had those things if I had milk proteins in my system because milk. 
milk proteins are the trigger that sets the chain reaction of my organs and bodies fighting and shutting down. So, so, so I never worry about the flu or any of these things unless, unless milk proteins get in my body. I know, and I don't care if none of y'all understand it. It's not for you to understand. You just need to know that I can't have milk proteins. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's it. And then there's some stuff coming up. Ballet Hispanico coming to the Guard Arts in New London. Uh, I used to drive up to New London to see stuff. I haven't seen stuff in a good while. But, I, might, you know, I wouldn't mind going for Ballet Hispanica. That's October, October 6th. Uh, at the Lyman, um, you know, it's the jazz season. So, uh, oh, tonight, tonight, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., Chris Big Dog Davis and Friends featuring Misa and uh, Phil Perry. Now, you know, that's going to be a good concert. And some of you old dogs is going to dress up and look nice and take your significant others, your wives, your girlfriends, and who, whoever you're trying to slide with uh, to that concert in Lyman. It's going to be a, that's going to be a good concert. That's, 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 that'll be a good, uh, it, it'll have some romance. It'll have some jam. You'll love it. Our girl, um, um, some Samara Joy is going to be a Jurgensen, uh, at UConn. I, I would love to go, but God, I can't take that drive. <laughs> that's too long. I love her. I, you know, I love her. I love, love, love her. And and it would be great to go and try to see her. But God, that drive would just get on my nerves. I can't. And it'll be nighttime too. Oh, I know. I can't do it. But oh, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Oh, how I wish. I wish. Don't forget um the, the walk run bike for Michelle's house, which is happening uh for sickle cell uh september 23rd saturday september 23rd so you know um they're raising money and a, a walk run bike is a good way to raise money so think about that michelle's house is the only house um dedicated to the only facility dedicated to sickle cell in connecticut and i don't know where else in the world either so um um you, you'll get a chance to get a sickle cell trait testing from nine to twelve you can get some CPR training so you can learn how to save a life from 10 to 12. So, you know, reserve your spot. Michelle's house, uh, Saturday, September 23rd. We also got a piece in the uh, in the inner city. Uh, French Montana donates 500 canoes uh, to the still community in Nigeria after shooting a music video there, which, you know, it's worth a lot of money, these, these, these uh, canoes, because it's a it's an on-water community. Um, and uh, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Italy ain't the only place where people live on a canal. <laughs> They've been doing it. They've been doing it in, 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 in uh, outside of Benin in Nigeria for a long, long time. So, uh, And then the uh, uh, September 22nd to October 4th, um carol king the uh, beautiful the carol king musical if you're not seen it i've seen it i love it it's in gonna be at stanford uh it's such a good story i you know it's it's more painful than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> but I, i'm a huge carol king fan and i'm glad i got to see it so i saw it at the schubert uh a while back and uh last last year i saw it so 
And then there's a uh, third annual golf tournament going on, Queens of the Green. So this might be a, a girls only kind of thing. So uh, if you're into it, let's see who's doing this. The I don't know. I can't tell. Foundation. Huh. So it's going to be at Lyman Orchards. And if you go, you get a golf lesson, uh, nine holes, swing bag, swag bag, instructor support, polo shirt, lunch with the open bar, and golf club rental. Gee whiz. I'm telling you, sisters, a golf course is a great place to meet men. Single men go to the golf course a lot. Because they're hanging with married men who go to the golf course. I'm not telling you to go look for married men. I'm saying single men hang out with married men to golf. So go and get you introduced. So anyway. Uh, you know what? They're hiring. The Haven Public Schools is hiring part-time assistant teachers. So if you need a job and, and they need people, they need good people, uh, check it out. And then, of course, you know, we have a whole two pages of classifieds. Uh, uh, four pages of classified. And then we got the uh, Ava DuVernay is the first African-American woman to present a movie in competition at the Venus Film Festival. Can you imagine? That's a wonderful story. And she looked beautiful in a beautiful dress. I saw her. I saw the pictures. I wasn't there. I saw the pictures. So just know that. And then um, there's also a great little story that I pulled, um, a, a new hurricane, now Hurricane Katrina led, uh, a new, now Hurricane Katrina led, a, how, oh, I cannot see this print, how Hurricane Katrina led a 16-year-old to be a civil engineer to save her community from floods. So she was a little kid when Katrina hit. And I guess the experience stayed with her so much that she became a civil engineer. You know, the people that work on bridges and levees and all that kind of stuff. And she is doing that in New Orleans. She is doing that now. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So high five to her. Uh, so so that's, that's what's happening in the inner city. Um, you have time to, uh, you know, uh, register your kid for Head Start. Early childhood programs. Too bad every school didn't have, every school didn't have some, you know, uh, early early childhood stuff. I mean, we already know that it works. I don't I don't know for the life of me why we just don't take it on. <sighs> you know, but anyway. So you can read all the inner city news at the innercitynews.com. Like we have a website. And the and the digital paper is embedded in the website. Uh, and then there's a newsletter so you can sign up. So sign up for the newsletter. I think there's a place that you could you could click on and then you can get all the you can get all the news that we get. You know, stuff that doesn't get into the paper, that only lands on the website or only lands in the newsletter. Get on the newsletter and, and, and get you some of that. I think it comes out once, twice, three times a week. So you can stay on top of news. Because I want you to stay on top of news. I, and I want you to stay on top of local news, but most importantly, I want you to stay on top of world news. Because it's important. Because we are we are not just citizens of our immediate location. We are, in fact, are. But that's not the only citizen we are. We are citizens of the world. And we must act accordingly, I say. So, yes, we are citizens of New Haven. We are citizens of Connecticut. We are citizens of New England. We are citizens of the Northeast. We are citizens of these United States. And we are citizens of the world. 
So act accordingly, babies. Act accordingly. So that's that's the news from the from the uh, New Haven Independent and the Inner City News. That is all the news that is uh, more than fit to print. <laughs> more than fit to print. That's all I'm gonna say. And then you know if you feel, if you're feeling very ambitious, you go to New Haven Arts and look at the arts paper. That's a good paper. That's an arts paper that's run by Lucy Mommy. And uh, and you get a lot of in-depth conversations. You know, you get a lot of in-depth stuff when you read that paper. And when you read the arts paper, it makes you feel like you were at the event. You know, it's not it's not a, just a, a fly-by-night blurb. Um, Lucy and team, they do a fine job of like getting into the weeds and, and telling you all the things so that you you are really informed. You know, and and people love it because when they see themselves in this arts paper, they send it around and they share it and they and they put it on their websites and they put it in their emails to people. Uh, it's just and so I, I try to pull as much stuff as I can um, um, from it, um, particularly when it's it's about black and brown people. Uh, and not that I don't care about what happens to white people and white artists and none of that kind of stuff. But um, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't come to the inner city for white artists. Go figure. <laughs> you come to the inner city because you want to know something about black and brown people in New Haven, and 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 most importantly, um, you want access to information about you know other places in the country and other places in the world where black and brown people are residing and making a difference and making a way. So so that's why the inner city exists to do what we do. That's it. <laughs> somebody every day somebody's car horn is going off. It's so sensitive. I, I don't even know who thought car horns was was a smart thing. Because people hear their own car horns and they ignore them. Or they gotta go find their keys somewhere to turn it off. Ain't that something? <laughs> I just find that hilarious, hilarious. So, yeah, it's a uh, 9:30. It's a little chilly in the Elm. Let me tell you what the weather is actually going to be, because I know, I know you, I know you wait for me to give you the weather. <laughs> it's, 50, it's 59 degrees. That is brisk. It's not. It's going to get up to 66 by noon and 68 by one o'clock. So the high today is going to be 71. That's you need a you like my grandmama would say you need sleeves. You need sleeves on your arms. <laughs> this is a sleeve day. You gotta have sleeves. Chilly. Oh, fall is coming. I meant to look up to see when uh when precisely fall was coming. That's what I meant to do. I, I need to do that right now. I get, you know, I, I'm not one of these people that can get that that can't focus. Uh, let's see. Uh, when is fall? Fall 19. Oh, no. What am I doing? Fall 2023. So, oh my God. The first day of fall is Saturday. September 23rd. <gasps> That's next Saturday. Okay. <laughs> summer. Summer is going by. Goodbye, summer. Lord have mercy. Uh, all right. 
all right it's time to it's time to pull out the it's time to pull out the sweaters it's sweater weather It's sweater weather. I'm just letting you know. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> oh my goodness. Holy cow. Holy, holy cow. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to. Oh, I had gift cards from Nordstrom's that um that I got last year. And they reminded me, the person that gave me the gift cards reminded me um that I needed to use them. You know, just you know, gentle reminder that yeah. And uh and so I, I spent I spent some time perusing Nordstrom's. I, I love Nordstrom's. I don't go there, I haven't shopped in a while. But I took the opportunity to use these gift cards because I've been lamenting underwear and bras. So that's what I bought. So I had $150, like, yeah, $150. And I got underwear and bras. So, and I got like the long, long panties, you know, because uh, I, I, I find that I like the long panties because I just like them, you know, the, you know, like shorts, long shorts, but they fit close, you know, they just feel better on my body than regular panties. You know, I'm never giving up reg regular panties, but I'm just saying, I, I wanted these long line underwear. I know this is way too much information. So I bought some skims and I bought some honey love. And I think I bought a honey love bra. The, the yeah because bras are expensive like listen i can't go in and buy a cheap bra because the girls are the girls would rebel they would just protest <laughs> so you know a bra is a pretty penny for me that's why i haven't tossed out all the bras that i have that i no longer wear because i paid so much money for them and they're so pretty but i was like these things have got to go <laughs> And, you know, you don't give away, like, you don't give away. I don't care how much washing you do. You just don't give them away. I mean, I guess if you washed them up and you gave them to, to people who have had natural disasters and they just, listen, they need a bra. But yeah, for the most part, I don't think so. So, so yeah, so, I, so that's, that's one of those first world problems um, that stumps me all the time. Like, what to do with these bras, you know? that I don't wear anymore. And why am I keeping them in my drawer? Because what happens is I'll forget why I hate this bra and then I'll grab it and then I'll put it on and I'm like, and I'll go through my day. I was like, what the hell? I was like, I knew I hated this bra. But there's nothing you could do because you're in it and you're somewhere and you can't just snap it off. I mean, at this age, who cares? I mean, these things are not going anywhere. And honestly, it's it's a it's really just stupid if I think I'm just gonna hike these girls up to my throat like like I'm young and whatever. No, these uh, they're not going back up. <laughs> I mean, they just they're not going back up. <laughs> and even if they even if I tried to make them go back up, they would protest and 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 pick it. 
and just go crazy. So, so the girls are like, uh-uh, just find us something that just holds us gently. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm so uh, I, we don't want any underwire. We don't want any boning. You know, we don't want any of that stuff. But we want, we want a little holding, a little, a little, a little firmness. You know, to keep you from swinging in the breeze. You know, from clapping. You know. You know, you want you don't want the girls to clap, so you so you want a bra that's comfortable. You know, it, when I was young, a comfortable bra would be a night bra. You know, the bras that you sleep in at night to keep the girls from like, you know, hitting you in the head and all this other kind of stuff. You know, just to keep them in, in one location while you slept. <laughs> Those were considered comfortable bras or night bras or sleeping bras, but I think now. We, we like that idea, but we want it for the daytime with a little bit more support. Not a whole lot. A little bit wider strap. I need a wider strap. I like a little bit of wider strap. Um, a little bit wider strap and a little bit higher on the back to catch the back fat because back fat is a real thing with the bra. And if you could get something a little higher up on that part, it'll smooth you out. So when you wear t-shirts or shirts or whatever, you don't get that lumpy, lumpy bulge. You know, you don't look like a Oompa Loompa. <laughs> God forbid. And, and then you want the girls to be lifted a tiny bit and separated so you don't have a unibra. You don't want a uni unibra so that they just look like one tire across your, your chest. <laughs> Listen, this is the whole thing for women shopping bras. And I, I want people to understand that. It is. And you know, you want it to be breathable because you don't want to be sweating in this thing. You don't want it to dig into you under your arms. Do you know what I mean? Like you want a gentle hold, a bit of a lift because you don't want them all the way sitting down on your tummy. You want them to be up a little bit, but not hiked up to your neck like when you were wearing a bustier back in the day. No, you don't want that. But but you want a nice simple hold where that you know when you walk they're not you know jumping all over the place like bongos and uh uh well not maybe like bongos but like melons you don't want them swinging like melons and you want a nice comfortable fabric you know something that has a a little a lot of stretch to it but not the kind of stretch that you know it falls loses its shape you want a, enough give enough give so that when you move when you breathe it goes with you and snaps back to you doesn't you know get all ranged out of shape like loose socks and then this bra is useless to you you know what i mean so 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 yeah so i spent some time yesterday um picking out bras and because i needed bras and i was like i don't feel like driving over to you know, cause I I I buy bras at Lane Bryant. Sometimes I'll I'll pop by. Like Target never really has my size. They have my size. I bought bras from Target, but eh, eh. I I you know these girls are not little girls. They're big girls, and they, even though these places carry these big bras, sometimes they don't. They you know they they're just not enough support. So so I'll you know like a Kohl's or somewhere like that. No shade to Target. None none none. Cause they do have plus size bras in there, you know, like busty, busty bras. They have bras for women with 
busty, busty bun. But it's not, it's not, it's not the same amount like they have for the for the wee ones. <laughs> like the wee ones. Good morning, Susan Clinard. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I tell you, my favorite place to buy bras is Wakoa. I love the Wakoa bras at Nordstrom's. And I was looking at the Nord, but but you know what? They don't um the 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 Wakoa bras are, are for women who are still in the battle. I'm not in the battle anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like you need them hiked up and you need them to, you know, be prissy and all that. I I no. I love a I love a Wakoa bra if I need to get ready for battle. And battle means when I gotta walk into a situation where, you know, the girls got to be hoisted up and they got to be ready. Those moments are few and far between. And I dare say, when I become an attorney, I won't be wearing those bras again. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to try my best not to be uh, 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 one of those attorneys where I got to put on a suit. Although I'm not against a suit. I'm just saying. I'm not going to be in heels. Heels is, the, is never, I'm never going back to high heels. You know, and I and I, listen. I used to think it was because I'm 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 fat, but you know, those gospel singers, those gospel single stars, those women, those big women, you know, the Clark Sixers, all of them, those big women, they in four inch heels, and I'm like, mm -mm. no, 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 <laughs> I can't amen to that. I can't, I can't do it. So, so I'm 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 really uh to the ground kind of girl, not terribly flat. Because when I wear flat shoes, I got to put a, um, uh, a, a, you know, a gel, a memory foam thing or something in it to give me some support because flats can be too flat and I'm flat footed. So, and I, I will tell you though, after having my hips done, um, uh, I don't have that pain that I was having because when I, when I was first having this hip pain, it was just painful to walk and I had plantar fasciitis. It was just terrible. So I'd always have to put this orthotics in. And I spend good money on orthotics to help alleviate some of that pain. But now, you know, I don't really, I don't really have that, have that. So, you know. So anyway, my 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 box from Nordstrom comes sometime next week. <laughs> or whenever. I, let me not say next week because, you know, I'll walk out there right now and the damn box is sitting on the porch. And God help you if you steal my box from my porch. I don't think they will, but no one has, I've been here three years and no one has stolen anything off this porch. So, but you know, if they want some big boomerang bras, then all right, have at it. I don't know where you're going to go with them. And, and these, these, these uh, long line panties that I, I'm so enamored of. And you know why I like them? Because, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're a fat woman, I'm, I'm one of these fat, like I'm a juicy fat woman. So like my tummy is squishy. So if I walk, it just, it just it just has its own rhythm. <laughs> so those long line panties holds that a little bit, holds it, then smooths it a little bit. So I'm not like, you know, a, a walking band. <laughs> That's real stuff. <laughs> I like it. And so it's it smooths now. And now that I'm losing weight, you know, uh, I don't know if I'll have loose skin. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this skin could bounce back, you know, 60. I don't know. Now, if I was 25, this skin would bounce back like nobody's business. <laughs> but 60? Mm -mm. And let me tell you something. 
I don't know if I'm gonna go under the knife to have it removed. I was like, listen, can I can I push it all in these little panty things? Oh, all right, then we good. I don't. I mean, listen, I don't care. I don't. I'm. I don't have no. I'm not for anybody's gaze, particularly not a man's gaze. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Somebody asked me last night, "Am I dating?" Oh yeah, I date. I date. Uh, no one stays in my house. I don't want anybody in my bed. I just don't. I'm. I'm a. I, I don't think I'm crotchety. I just like take me to a nice hotel. I'm good. I don't even really want to go to their house because <laughs> that might imply permanence or something. <laughs> and I only say this because not because I'm against relationships or marriage or any of that. I, I, when I was married, I loved being married. What I am for right now is soul liberation, holy liberation and freedom. And I'm not saying people can't be free in their marriages or any of that kind of stuff. Cause I felt like I was free in my, I was very independent in my marriage. Not like independent, like I could date people. Hell no, I was married to a Muslim. We all be dead. But, um, <laughs> uh, but he didn't, he didn't begrudge me time to do stuff and time away. Every now and again, he's like, huh, you know, okay. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and, and, and I think it got a little difficult in the end when our children were young and I was an older and, and then when I left being an older, um, it was a little challenging, but, but in the early part, the first 10 years of the marriage, uh, it was, I felt so safe and so in it, you know, I mean, the first year was rough. We, we went through couples therapy for the first year, um, because, you know, we just had to work out how to be with each other. You know, he had already been married before and at such a young age. Uh, and I'd never been married before. So so we had to work that out. And we did. And then for the next nine years, it was pretty good until it wasn't. And then when it fell apart, whoo, child. It was chariots of fire. But now, you know, I see him now and uh, we're friends. You know, we, we have kids in common. And, uh, you know, it's not that I've forgiven him. I, I just don't consider him. <laughs> He's not, he's not germane to my life. So, you know what I mean? Like you can just leave people alone and you don't have to deal with them. I, I don't, I don't think about seeing him. I don't think about, oh, we should, you know, whatever. I, you know, we talk about the kids periodically because, you know, they're in various stages of crazy and, you know, he keeps an eye, I keep an eye and we, and we, and we, uh, you know, share notes. <laughs> um, and, but we have a good relationship and he, you know, he looks out where he can for me and I, I, I do the same. So that's where we are. So it's a, it's a nice, you know, but we, we are never going to be back in a, in a marriage like that is never happening, you know? Uh, but that, but, that, but that doesn't, that does, that's neither here nor there. So anyway, uh, that's the way of the world. <laughs> that is the way, that is the way of the world. So, so where I am now is, is pure liberation. And freedom. I and I'm so I, I don't want anybody to compromise that. I just don't. And I and I and I it's like the freedom. I like to go where I want to go and do what I want to do without having a conversation with people about should I do it or not do it. I just go do it. Yes, I am accountable to my children, I'm accountable to my girlfriends, uh, and other friends. Um so so I don't I don't I don't not want these people to run the world and be like, I don't want people to know what I'm doing. I'm an open book. 
You can just find me. Like I'm not hard to find. <laughs> you can you can track my movements. Man, I'm not hard to find. I'm not. I'd be a terrible spy because you know where I am all the time. <laughs> You'd be like, where's Spy Babs? Oh, she over there at the bar. She over there. She over there. She over there. She was there last night. And and I probably would be the worst person to commit a crime because they would be like, we see you. <laughs> I could never rob a bank. Not with this purple hair and this big voice. No, I could, they would see me. I would be all, listen, they would, they would pick me up. I would turn myself in. So you don't got to worry about it because I'm never going back to prison either. So unless, you know, I don't know what would make me go. I don't even go and speak at prisons. When they ask me to come speak, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'll see people on the outside. <laughs> I swear to God. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to be back with Michael J. White at 1015 because he's got a film coming out of Western. A shoot him up, karate kick him Western. Uh, Outlaw Johnny Black. So tune in at 1015. Thanks, Harry. I'll be back. Thank you. 
I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. 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 When I'm up, I still ride for you. Only girl that I want is you. I ain't looking, but I still found you. Show you something other than you can't do. Got me feeling no way. When they say you the same, ain't in there. So don't go away. I ain't gonna let you go away. I'ma keep you right here to myself. I ain't trying to show no one else. We can keep it on low. But you can still let them other niggas know. Tell me why you play with it. I'm just trying to tell you why you play with it. The mother niggas lying with it. I'ma show you that I ain't the same with it. I don't wanna let you fall away. I don't wanna go nowhere. Some other shit in the fall away. Cause you found a better one. I don't wanna let you fall away. I don't wanna let you fall away. Oh. I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. She said she got a new deck. The way she got me feeling got me dropping on my boot decks. I'm just trying to do that. Get you over here, I'ma show you what's a few decks. She said she wanna roll, we can go anywhere that you wanna go. She said she wanna be next to me. Ain't no other place you rather be. Problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big 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 problem. That's gonna be a real big
gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. Left my girl home, now I'm rolling on my own. No shame that I pregame, secrets how to save. That's just how I do, and my friends do. But now I'm clubbing like a fool. Supermodel shape like a Coke bottle, kill a smile like a style. All the fellas going wild. I connect, got the tech and she expect. This is something I regret from my pocket, she's a threat. Here she comes. Hey, what's up? What you think? Did she just wink? Stay focused. What's your name? Uh, buy me a drink. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. Real big problem, problem. Real big problem. Real big problem, problem. Real big problem. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. Owe me money, pay up, hop for me, please stop. Wanna ride, pay for gas, broke fools, kiss me, kiss me, pay for dinner, can't do. Now you mad, who's you? Act sick, got the cure, fake people, move it all. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real big problem. That's gonna be a problem, problem. That's gonna be a real Good morning. Welcome back to Love Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rose Ivy. Hey, Michael J. White. Happy new movie day. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you again. It's nice to see you. And thank you for always thinking of New Haven when you when you launch some new stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So I hear you got a new movie out, uh, Outlaw Johnny Black. Tell me about it. Well, yes. Yeah, it's, it's now in theaters across the country. And it's a throwback to, you know, a genre I love, which is Westerns. And, uh, you know, back in the 70s when, you know, Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte did those movies, remember, Uptown Saturday Night, Piece of the Action, <laughs> Buck and the Preacher. Uh, you know, I remember seeing those movies and feeling uplifted by the end of it. You know, something the whole family could come and see and you can watch over and over and, and you're filled with pride. So that's... That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to introduce that to a new generation and and uh, for the generations of my age and older so you can revisit. And so oh, you know, it's just like it's th that storytelling and morality is, is what we've been missing in, in, in uh, movies and TV. So I wanted to come back to that for a while. Oh, I, I love it. Because this, you know, this is not a, a unique story, right? Uh, the the cowboy wants to avenge some wrongdoing or or his father's death or something, and then he yeah. goes and poses as somebody as a preacher in this little town, and and then yeah. mayhem is, ensues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I wanted to do this because you know with cowboy movies, revenge is usually such a part of the movie, <laughs> and so it's a good setup for the message that I want to convey, which is you know this is really uh, you know a movie about redemption and forgiveness that's kind of disguised as a revenge film. I love it. So so when I was when I went online to look up like who's in this cast, oh my God. 
How did you even manage to do a movie with all these funny, 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 funny people? I mean, oh. you've got, well, you've got the beautiful, uh, Anoni Nika, Nikki, Noko, Noki, Noki Rose. <laughs> Anika Noni Rose. Anona Nikki, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anika Noni Rose. She's from Connecticut. I should know yes. this. I know this. I know her father quite well. Street, yeah. We serve on the board together. But you've got Jill Scott. You've mm -hmm. got uh, uh, Tony Baker. I mean, you've got, and then you've got the comedians in this thing. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've got yeah, Tommy can... Davidson. And uh, let's see, who do I know in here? Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Like, these are funny people. So, uh, did you, how, did you want funny people in this film? Because oh, absolutely. Because a funny film? Yeah. Well, a lot of them came from Black Dynamite. You know, it was like the same kind of, uh, same Oh, victory. okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so, yeah. And then I wanted to fill it with people who served the, the comedy and the drama, you know, because, you know, I got, I got the Glenn Turman in this movie. I know. I seen that. I seen that. I was like, yeah, look at all these the people in this movie. <laughs> and, you know, J.D.'s Revenge and just so many movies. This is one of the most amazing actors I've ever worked with or seen. And um, so, you know, he responded, Anika. And Anika, it's like, see, everybody, everybody in this movie is, man, they are so multi-talented. These ha these are like extraordinary individuals who happen to be actors and comedians. Mm -hmm. So I think when you do a Western right, you got to have people who have a lot going on, you know, because Westerns were 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 um, cast. Uh, you know, with, with people that just had a lot of weight to them, you know, people that you couldn't take your eyes off. And so that's not an easy task to to kind of match up with that. So I had to have people that you that had that timeless kind of quality to them. And you and you wanted this to be funny, like you wanted this to be satirical. You wanted it to be, you know, laugh yeah, in, in the places that you should laugh and and that kind of thing. Yeah, I wanted to be unlike any other movie, which most of the you know the audience members keep saying, uh, and um, you know because it's dare I say it's a it's a faith based black exploitation western action <laughs> comedy drama with kung fu in it, which 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 serves so many people and people are so oh. excited about this. Which and I and I you know I hear a little buzz about people always sort of talk about Black Dynamite as one of the greatest uh comedies of all time. Like people just hands down say that. So do you do you mind the the comparison to that? Do you mind? Mm -mm, no, that's <laughs> if I'm why would I mind being compared to what what people would say is some one of the greatest comedies? Well, the, the re reviews have been amazing. They're they're comparing this to some of the greatest westerns, and as well as some of my favorite movies. They, it's been com compared to Blazing Saddles and My yes. the Holy Grail. I saw and, that too. <laughs> in fact, there are theaters who are running double features of Outlaw Johnny Black with Blazing Saddles. Oh, that's cool, Michael. Yeah. That is very yeah. cool. So so tell me about your directing. Because you directed this, you're producing it, but you directed it too. And I then you're it. in it. So yeah, I wrote it as well. You know, it starts with the writing. Um, so then I then I did a campaign to get the money up as well. So it's a definite independent process. Mm -hmm. And so do you do you like to work that way? 
or I mean, do you feel like you have more control when it's when it's you know when you have to go out and do all the legwork and all the stuff? Do you in the end do you do you like that or or do you just want somebody to just throw some money at you? No, no. Well, I mean, I, I love to make money with my backers. You know, that's one of the things why I went uh, back to Connecticut because I mean, there's a lot of money to be made in this industry. Uh, you know, I can make the money for the studios, or I can make it for my in, in individual investors. And sometimes that feels better to me is uh, because, I mean, it's kind of studios are jaded to some degree and they are in the business of making the same old movie over and over. And that doesn't excite me as a as a patron. I mean, I just love movies that offer something, you know, so I, I, I don't want to be a part of the I don't know, the machine. I always want to be able to, to say something. And uh, when this movie, you know, people are receiving the message. And and so all these people that are in this movie, I would imagine they have some personal connection to you because this is this is a this is a really amazing cast of folks. Well, yeah, people respond to the material. Right. So you always in business and everything, you have to create a win win situation. And so these actors who are a lot, a lot of times underserved by, you know, having a quality that they, that speaks to them. Well, when they read that, they, they come to work and, and, and it's great for them working from their heart and not just a paycheck. So, so if this film does as well as I know it's going to do, do you make a sequel? Do you, do you, do you build on this? Do you make it a franchise? Like what happens? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's part of my brand. And, you know, I have a number of, of films in, in the works. Uh, but yeah, yeah, sequel is is absolutely something that, I've, you know, I, I have in mind. And, um, you know, but really when it comes down to it, it's it's service. You know, I'm a servant, you know, I'm a you know, I'm an entertainer and it and serving the public is part of the whole thing. And, you know, it's like if they if they deem it so, you know, if they, they like it, yeah, it's my business to kind of, uh, you know, make what they want happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you got this film coming out today. What, 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 what's the day looking like? Cause it, it launches today. Is there a red carpet? Did you already have a red carpet? Uh, what's, what's the happening? Well, nowadays it's not, it's not good fashion for red carpets when people are starving and, 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 you know, picketing like myself. You know, I'm 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 picketing as well on my my times off. Uh, there's a strike going on, and there's a lot of um, unjust things happening, and so it would be it wouldn't be in good conscience to have a big celebration of the movie while others are you know in so much pain. Mm-hmm. So you know, we we've had screenings for the cast and, and crew, and the fact that we have a message with this movie and. It's a message to independent filmmaking that this is the way that we sometimes we, we must go to rectify the situation that we're striking. For. And so in 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 this moment of striking um, and I and I see so many artists like high high end artists and and regular fill in art, all kinds of artists are out there uh, walking the picket lines and, and you know, expressing where, where do you hope this winds up and and. And 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 how do you how do you how do they keep how do y'all keep your spirits up walking these picket lines, knowing that uh, there's different kinds of press out there talking about all kinds of things? Well, yeah, you you just, you just gotta 
you know, you do what's in your heart, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's, it's a little rough because, it's, you know, being a capitalist society, you would, you would hope people would have some heart to, to what's going on. But it, what I think it is, is like even the studios themselves are, are, are open to negotiation and everything. But what it is, is that there's, there's, there's shareholders, there's stockholders, they're in it for the money, you know? And I mean, understandably, they didn't get into it for the art of it. So when your stockholders are like, no, we're, we're, we're in this to make money and that's it. Well, it, it, it'll take a while because, you know, they, there's some deaf ears going on there, but it, the studios are, are being hurt. Luckily, a lot of them have content to sustain them to a certain degree. And then they're gonna feel the sting. So that's what we have to kind of be in there, you know, for the long run. But also uh, embracing independent movies outside of the studio system, like Outlaw Johnny Black. And this is why I've been permitted to promote this movie. Because um, you know, with a SAG agreement, you know, I've, I, you know they, they, will, they will get behind the movies that help the cause like 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 my movie and mm -hmm. so that's another thing is i mean a lot of the the movie going public don't understand what's what's happening and they don't understand that there are people who make a living getting residuals that they no no longer can get because of these streaming services they're not paying people uh it's not trickling down at all uh, where it's been something that uh, has been there in, fair, in, in all fairness for a lot of years. You know, when, when you, your movie would play on, a, on TV or on, on HBO or whatever, you then get a cut of that. That's part of why you do that. That's part of how you make your living because it trickles down, mm -hmm. you know? So you're being paid for your art and your blood, sweat, and tears. Now with the streaming services, well, you know the, the the producer they receive all the money and they don't share it with anyone else. So that's just this is sad. I would I would hope that since they've had such a windfall for so many years and got all this money from all these artists that didn't get their cut, well, they've banked a lot of currency by now it's now it's time to share mm. and I, you know i think the music industry is is having the same kinds of conversations oh, oh my goodness yeah and i think they are paying lovely. attention to what y'all are doing because they have to figure out some kind of way to address this too well yeah the music industry has been dealing with it for a long time you know when because when you have a, a song that's three minutes long you can take that and share it so easy well not as much so with a movie Right. Because uh, the bandwidth and everything else to, to share that movie is, um, is a lot more difficult. But the music industry has been maverick and it's got so many uh, like it's like a ship that's been leaking all over. And, um, you know, I have a lot of artists, you know, musical artist friends uh, who've really had to fight for a long time. Hmm. So so. So you 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 got this film coming out, Outlaw Johnny Black. Today is the big day. Yay, we're excited. 
I love a good Western. I, I, I said earlier, I was like, I love a good spaghetti Western, like where it's got oh, yeah. satire. And and I knew it would be some Kung Fu in this because it's you. And of course, it would be some some martial arts kind of thing in there and and uh, a little gunslinging and beautiful women and witty dialogue. So um, your next film, do you do you depart from this or do you have you made an uh, astronaut space alien film yet? Mike. No, not yet, but I still okay. have, I have a lot of things up my sleeve uh, in movies that, you know, that actually speak to the human condition. I mean, this one has a story of redemption and, and forgiveness, which is something I really wanted to share, mm -hmm. especially in these times. You know, these these are you know such a time of division. And I think laughing together and, and seeing how much we have in common is a, a good, good thing at, at a good time right now. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things that really touched my heart is one of the first screenings I had of this movie, a producer friend of mine um, left and called me the next day and said that because of seeing the movie, he reached out to his mom, who he hadn't spoken to in eight years. And he, he reached out in connection to repair their relationship because of the message he got from this movie. And so when a producer, especially a jaded Hollywood producer who's seen several movies and everything else, if he's touched to change his life because of this movie, I felt like I, I did something something right. And so if others are extracting that kind of uh, nourishment from seeing this movie, I, I really want to encourage people to go out there because uh, that means a lot to me. And uh, Do you if we show a clip? Do you mind oh, if we show a clip? Do you have time to to let me show a clip and then because uh, uh Jackie Buster sent over a, a trailer, a piece of oh, it. Okay. And uh I like to show it and then you can just tell us about it. Sure. Yes, Harry, thank you. So My name is Johnny Black. I am no gentleman and I am no preacher. That man is not what he pretends to be. Didn't the Bible say to turn the other cheek? I don't know. I mean, probably. Y yeah. We must arm ourselves and prepare for the worst. Let's go. Okay. Okay. You're giving me some John Shaft in there. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling a little John Shaft in, in, in a Western with a Western vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. I like it. And, uh, and Miss Rose looks beautiful and uh, very comely. You know what I mean? Very, very period. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, she was the only, first and only person I thought of for this role because Anika is just class personified. And one of those people who, when you really step back and look at her volume of work, I mean, and, you know, she, she in all rights, could be the biggest diva in Hollywood if she chose to be. And she has the, the backup for all of that. But she's, she's such a humble person. And that's a quality that you want in your lead actor you know and so i mean i really haven't seen very many people with what she brings in in hollywood period 
So she, to me, was just the only person I could see as this character. Mm -hmm. Well, you've, you've assembled an amazing cast of characters. And I tell you, I, I love that you have uh, really taken Gigantic Studios uh, and put it up there with the with the with the big big boys and the big players, you know you you're putting out some really good some really good work, and and I I would imagine that when you do that, it just makes it easier for you to attract more investors to do the kind of films that you do. Well, yeah, but um, Babs, as you, you know me, all money ain't good money. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, honestly, I've I've had a career where money has been offered to me and roles and what have you. And it's really not about, it's not about the sprint. It's about the marathon. And there are people who see that every, my movies have made a great deal of money. And, but uh, I've learned things about myself is that it's not about the money. It's not all about the money to me. And it's about, people you want to build with. It was about people that you want to share a dinner table with. And if they don't have that, if they don't, uh, you know, if they don't, not people that you feel that are really good people deep down, it doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. Uh, because when you have fellowship with people that you admire and you respect and, and their, their sensibilities align with yours, Oh my God! There's nothing better than that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I I think we're all out. We're out here to serve, uh, you know, the humanity. And I much rather be with people who feel the same way and really genuinely want to serve their communities and and serve others and not just themselves. And so it's it's worth the extra effort. To align yourself with people like that, in in my my uh, opinion, mm, I like that. That's good. I mean, I know you. I've spent time with you, and I know that to be true of you. So, so now that you, the film is coming out today, and it'll be out for a, you know a, a moment. You know, uh, mm -hmm. do you do you do you stream it after that, or like what happens after? Well, yeah, but this is a this is a traditional theatrical. It won't be streamed for quite some time. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's going to be in the theaters for a week or something. No, this is going to be in the theater for months. This is but like I want, okay, that's good because so now yeah. people will be like, well, if I miss it, I'll catch it, you know, on my streaming thing. But no, yeah, well, you'll be, be the there. last one. Okay, you'll be missing no, because, out on something because, because this this is a weird thing, Mike. You know, huh? you you want to go see a movie at the at the theater and it's only there a short period of time. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I can't see it at the movies because it's not there. You know, they take it away, and then you, right. then you, then it streams like you know, or they do a joint screening, a joint thing. But it's nice to go to the movies. <laughs> yeah, well, this one you have no choice to see it. You have to go to the movies, and so it, it and and you'd be missing out if you to to just watch it alone. This is designed for an audience. Okay. This is something like like a play, like this <laughs> because I mean, there's there hasn't been any movie quite like this. So it's great when you enjoy it with an audience, like I did last night. And you have, there's jokes that the, the diehard Western fan will get that other people don't get. There's oh, jokes that the that. black exploitation audience that the rest of the you know, audience doesn't get. 
uh, one gentleman that came last night well, who really enjoyed the movie, Pat Boone. Oh, yes. I, I, I know Pat Boone, yes. <laughs> yes, Pat Boone, who's a, an amazing soldier of God. Uh, just, we spoke so, so long after the movie was done and he enjoyed it so much. I mean, he, and he's he's such an inspiration. And, you know, it just shows that it's, it's such a big cross section of uh, moviegoers who enjoy this, you know, so that that's what excites me. That's what uh, makes me really happy, is that it speaks to such a, a wide range of audience members. So where did you get to shoot this film? I know it's not in Brooklyn. Like, where is this film shot? Oh no, no, I didn't shoot it in Brooklyn, but it is in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's it's all over. It's it's worldwide now. Well, nationwide now. But um, I shot the movie in in California in several. Uh, Western locales, you know, uh, studios type type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, it looks authentic. That's that's why I'm asking. Like, like, where do you shoot a Western these days? Like, where do you where do you get horses and and period clothing? I mean, well, you know, you hire people to find all those things, but it just well, I started. You know, I, I got a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of stuff myself. Really, I this movie on my own back with my own money. Wow. Because oh, yeah. it meant that much to you and you wanted to create the freedom to create what you wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can actually, from, uh, from I have a, a, a warehouse, but I can actually outfit another Western if I if I show chose. I have, I have enough costumes and, and gear <laughs> to do another movie that I, you know, I, I own the stuff. So I could actually start renting it out if I need to. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, that that's an idea, right? So mm -hmm. so that tells me there might be a second one of these or another story, another component to this story. So absolutely. Well, I know you have to go because your team told me only 20 minutes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think we stayed longer and I appreciate that. Uh, but I'm so excited about this movie. When I when I when I saw the, the the little things and I went online to see clips, I thought this is really funny with well, all the people you. and and the story and the subject matter. And it's it's funny. It's genuinely funny. Genuinely Thank funny. You. Thank you. So. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to see you again. And I'll I'll be back there like uh in another week or so. Oh, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Well well are we gathering? Will I see you or are you just coming in to do Oh yeah, you know you know I'm gonna gather with you folks, <laughs> but I mean I'm I'm just so happy to be able to revisit a place that meant a lot in my childhood, which mm -hmm. was called the Ralph Holder Taylor Community Center. Oh, that great. saved a, a young wretch like me. <laughs> so, so uh, they they've uh, they've redone the place, and I'm going to take part in the ribbon cutting. Oh, nice! It, it is such a haven for me growing up, and I had uh, I had a place to of refuge to go mm -hmm. from the you know the mean streets of Bridgeport, and you know developed who who I am, and they they gave me you know. Yeah, platform to and practice karate and take part in so many other community events and uh you know so i i owe a lot to that place and i'm i'm going to be so proud to be there and um celebrate its you know kind of its resurfacing oh i love it because now it could be something for another kid it'll be something for other children and somebody else another michael jai white will come up through there yes and, and that, be... that's my dream yeah, I like that. 
Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so happy for this movie. I'm, I can't wait to go see, I mean, I can't wait to go see it in the movies with my popcorn and my drink and my mm. friends and laugh and, you know, have a good time. Cause I love, I love a good Western and I love a good black exploitation film and I love a good redemption story. So I'm, I'm, I'm the audience that you want. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> it's so nice to see you, Michael J. White. Say hi to your wife and say hi to everybody that I know in your camp. And uh, I'll see you when you get back. All right. I look forward to that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All okay. right, y'all. The movie is out today and it's at Bowtie, set the Bowtie. Yes. Uh, downtown New Haven, and they yes. they got all kinds of movie time. So I check, I check, I check. All right. It's at the Bowtie Cinema, so it's downtown New Haven. So all you folks who are listening in the New Haven area, you want to know where it is? That's where it is. So go see it. All right. Thanks, Michael. I'll see all you right. soon. See you soon. Okay, all bye right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Harry Jones. We should go to the movies together. I know you want to go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Harry. We're going to see this film. We're going to go see it. You, me, Karen. Let's get it together. I think we'll have a good time. So, ah, that's very nice. So, I saw some of the clips. I've been reading some of the uh, the the uh, the people's opinions of it. Uh, overall, it's got some good opinions. People said some really good things about the film. Um, it's long. It's about two hours, 15 minutes. That's all right. I mean, you spend two hours and 15 minutes in traffic so you can spend two hours and 15 minutes in a really nice theater eating good popcorn and junk food and laughing with your friends so i'm gonna make it my business i'm gonna try to see it before he comes so that i can say you know what i did see the movie <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to catch a matinee because i'm one of these people i like the movie theater all to myself i don't really like to be in a movie theater with other people I know, I know, I know, I know. But I like I like being there by myself. So I, that's what I think I might do. I don't mind one or two other people, like my friends. Like if it's my friends, like, all right, me and my friends going to go. But I don't want to be in there with other people. I know, I know, I know. It's a thing. It's a whole thing. I, I should be better, but I'm not. God knows my heart. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's good. So I can't wait to, uh, to see uh, uh, Outlaw Johnny Black. By, uh, Michael J. White. He is the producer, the director. He's starring in it. He's got a wonderful cast of characters. Let me tell you who's in this film. Uh, Anika Noni Rose, uh, uh, Tony Baker, Byron Minns, Martin Cove, Jill Scott is in this thing. Uh, Russell Peters, Randy Couture, Gary Anthony Williams, uh, Donald Cerrone, Kim Whitley, my soror, is in this thing. Tommy Davidson, y'all know Tommy Davidson, comedian. Barry Bostwick is in this thing. Jalen Hall, Glenn Turman, the great Glenn Turman, Chris Browning, Paul Rodriguez, who is a Latino uh, Hispanic uh, comedian, Erica Ash, uh, Kevin Chapman, Josh Barnett, Michael Collier, you know, is a comedian, uh, Roger Yuan, uh, John Mars, Heath Freeman, uh, uh, Ime Ikwa Kor, uh, Peter Shariako, uh, Wayman Lee, Robert Mukes, uh, Regan Mikado, Robert Goldman, Paul Sloan, J.G. Anon, Dame Stanfar, Tyler Bryan, Jarrell Pyro, uh, Tucson Vernon, Tom Voss, Gary Sieves, uh, Lauren Albo, uh, Reggie Cullery, Jimmy Walker Jr., Dave Reeves, 
Troy Dillinger, Kyle Razorday, Edwin Molden II, Kaylin Jackson, Eric H. Heisner, Paul Logan, Yolanda English, and Bill Grady. That is the cast. That's a lot of people in the film, let me tell you. That's a lot of people. But uh, go see it. I think I think you'll 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 dig it, and then and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk it. So we'll 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 talk about it. So so uh, th this is the weekend for movies. There's gonna be twelve other movies coming out this weekend. So get to the theater and see this. So I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna try to see it before I see him. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I figure if I can find a matinee time during the week, it's like okay, I'm gonna go see this film. Let me go see it. So, and so sorry, Anika Noni Rose, for botching up your name. I just got tongue tied. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. To the best of us. So, anyway, uh, that's my Friday, y'all. I'm wrapping it up. And uh, I've got a lot going on uh, this weekend. I'm going to try to get down to Cafe Nine for our Sticks, Bones, and the Bone Squad uh, tonight. They are performing. That'll be kind of cool. It'll be really cool. Uh, Saturday, I'll be at the AKA's Fête en Noir. And they told us where it is. So you'll have to wait and see the pictures because I don't know if they want me telling people where it's at. But I did get my email telling me where to show up. So that'll be fun. You're going to go do that. And then uh, Sunday, I think I might be in New London for a little while. We'll see. Um, doing a little retreat stuff and chilling. <sighs> Get me a little beach time in because it'll be fall next week. It'll be fall. Fall is here. And today is like letting us know. So I will be back Monday. Hope y'all have a very good weekend. Stay safe and have a good time. And uh, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Shona Tova to uh, all the folks who are celebrating Rosh Hashanah for the next couple of days. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month is from September 15th to October 15th. So uh, I'm going to do my best to uh, bring um, some Hispanic history to the show to remind people, you know, that, you know, the richness of Hispanic culture, the peoples of, uh, of Latin descent, um, Latinx, Latino, Latinas, all of that. And uh, so, yeah. So, Make it a good weekend. Have a good time. Stay safe. Oh, and there's a race tonight downtown. The bike race. So that's just be mindful when you're downtown because you'll be like, gosh, why are there so many people downtown? Why is so much traffic? Well, there's a race downtown. It's going to be a race. So just be mindful so you don't get caught up in it and have to like drive all the way out of, out of your way to get to one place. I don't know how that's going to work tonight. I got to figure out a way to get to Cafe Nine because the parking I'm sure is going to be limited. So, but anyway, you know, we make it do what it do, baby. We make it do what it do. And uh, I'm delighted. So thank you, Harry, for a great week. Thank you, Paul Bass. Um, we kicked it off with a primary night and that was fun. And uh, just go to New Haven Independent if you want to read more about that and uh, watch the videos if you want. If you didn't catch, if you didn't catch our shenanigans, me, Markeisha, and uh, Michelle Turner. If you if you missed it, you can go back and watch it. And and thank you, high five to uh, Christine Stewart from Connecticut News Junkie for hanging out with us too for the foolishness. So I'm out, Harry. I'm out. Play some music. <laughs>
Oh